Right now, though, um, let's speak to uh, Mr. Gideon Sam. I did promise that he's going to chat to us. Uh, Mr. Sam is the outgoing president of uh, Southcock, the head in AGM uh, this evening, and he joins us on the line just to give us some insight into what came out of the AGM and what they make of what was said. Mr. Sam, good evening, sir. Thank you very much for speaking to us here on SAFM. Thank you very much, Sabis, and thank you to your listeners. Nia Pila God. Definitely. Mr. Sam, I would think it was your final address before stepping down. If so, how would you describe it? Well, look, it was well received. You know, if you get a standing ovation, even if whatever I said was good or bad. <laughs> but in the end, you know, gave me a standing ovation. So thank you very much for what I've done for sports, so well, I guess it was it was good in their in their views mm. or in their own way of looking at what has been happening over the past two quite perennials. Mm. So yes, um, I'm quite quite comfortable. I could walk away with my head held high. And was it emotional for you having spent so many years and invested so much of, no, of yourself? No, 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 no. I'm minus. You know, when you're a mix of a course and a Zulu, there are no emotions. <laughs> Have you ever heard of a course of Zulu and no emotions? No. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. That's no, no emotions in those guys. Otherwise, Shaga Zulu will kill them. No, no emotions. Okay. And and are you happy with what you achieved over the years in your role? Look, the first two quite drenuous, let's be honest. From um, from the disaster in uh, in uh, in Beijing, Beijing with one London medal. up to Rio went very well. I mean, we I had the universities on on board, and you know everybody was contributed. I think our our wheel started coming off uh, after the elections of 2016 mm. because we were in camps. Those camps continued in the board in the board, you know, and. Uh, that's not so. It was not so good, and then we had the problems with the CFO, the CEO, and the general manager. Mm. It all just made the team a little bit wobbly. Mm. I was about to ask you about the highlights. I would think the London Olympics are up up there with the best, but uh, which uh, would be some of your highlights in your tenure, sir? No, no, you, you, definitely Rio. You know, Rio, we, we came we came closer to what we wanted to be. Mm. Because that's where we said we can get 10 medals, and we got the 10 medals. Mm. In London, we said uh, we'll probably get 12, and we left six on the park and uh, and came back with six. So, no, no, I think Rio was quite a good, uh, good uh, uh, run for us. And, um, and having achieved that, you know, and, and beginning to see how the... South African athletes are shaping up, you know, what's a good thing. Um, many of them, of course, up to today, are still complaining about uh, criteria being too tough. But look, we have to agree in this country where we want to draw the line. Mm. Is it mediocrity or are we really want to be up there with the best? Just think about this. So about five, five and a half million people in New Zealand come back with 18 million 56 million people in South Africa, and we come back with 10 million. That to me doesn't jar right. Something we need to do uh, that will get us uh, will get us there. And I think it's coming. If you look at what we are um, producing in triathlon, what we're producing in, 
in um, in rowing. That's where we were always lacking because we're dependent on swimming and on athletics. We need to add another couple of federations like triathlon, cycling. All of them must come to the party, and, and you will always be around 15 to 16 medals per Per, 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 um, Olympic uh, competition. Mm. And what was key to the turnaround? You mentioned that Beijing was a was a was a disappointment. I think Kotsomukwena, if I remember correctly, the only one with a medal. London was six, and then there was consistency. Uh, Rio was ten. What led to that? Now look, we tightened up on the on the criteria. It was tough for South African parents and athletes to accept that. You know, they felt that look. The, the Olympics is for for people to go and compete. I'm not so sure. I still stand very strong that you must be competitive in the, at the Olympics. You know, if you take a team, a rugby team or a soccer team or a hockey team, and you know they are in the end up number 12 or so on, mm. you ask yourself, so so was that the right competition for them? Others will argue, especially those federations, um, those of you who listened on Saturday at the AGM, mm. you know, they're arguing that, no, why can't we go? If our international federations say we, we are good enough to come, but you must understand the international federations will always want the numbers, you know, they don't, they don't really would worry about but what, is the, what is the criteria that was used in that particular country. So you'll see that a country like Nigeria with, 100, Nigeria with 160 million people go to Rio and they come back without a medal. Uh, look, then you really need to ask yourself, what are we doing in Africa? So if you don't want to push up the criteria and make it really competitive for our athletes to go there, they have, they've got nothing to chase for. It's all that, look, there is that back, back door that we can use to get into the Olympics. So I don't know. I'm leaving. The sports movement still convinced you have to toughen up the criteria. And what kind of a state then do you leave Saskok in? Well, look, financially we're in, in bad shape. Nobody will deny that. I don't want to compare us with other institutions in South Africa, but we're also looking for a bailout. I tell you we're in bad shape. <laughs> and I'll tell you why. Precisely because, you know, we... Our funding model from the lotto changed a bit. Yeah, drastically. So what it means is that from probably 80, 80 million to about 8 million so far, they'll probably put more in, but so far that's what we've got. And then, of course, we suffered a real setback in terms of our um, of our um, shareholding in Pumelela, the authorizing, authorizing people. Mm. Because at one stage our shares were worth about 80 18 million. It's now hovering around 24. You know, that's a huge setback for us. Um, and so then we have this inquiry. The inquiry, the outcome, saying this and this must be done, governance here and governance there. And everybody hanging on to that and saying that let us, let us have a situation where we sort these things out. Uh, the minister believes the pace is too slow. Uh, we believe that we're coming on a right uh, and that's why on the 28th of uh, March. March next year, we'll have the elections. So we believe that we're coming because, remember, we belong to the Olympic Committee and we have to 
from time to time consult as to are we doing the right thing because we don't want this country to be sidelined by the Olympic Committee nor the International Paralympic Committee nor uh, the CGF or even ANOCA on the African continent. So we, we, we take our the, the steps. Nothing, you know, I, I hear in the media people saying that we are resisting. I don't know what we are resisting. Hmm. We are from the time of um, former minister uh, Togo uh, we've been we've been working with her. Mm. Went to her and said, this can work, this can work, that cannot work. She agreed. So we're going on nicely and getting to where we want to be. So come end of March, everything will be in place. So I'm not so sure why people say we are resisting. There's nothing to resist here. We're well, all South Africans. And long ago, you know, Tavisa, we went to Mexico and we agreed as National Olympic Committees that, you know, we're all citizens of the particular countries where we come from and the ruling of those countries we must respect. But at some point, they also must, they need to look at what we're doing and how we're doing it and work with us side by side without, you know, pulling the plug on us. So I'm, 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 I'm honest by saying that now financially we, we are not in good shape. And whether, whether after the March um, elections, the sponsors will say, yeah, everything is in place, I'm not so sure whether that is going to happen. And as I said at the media briefing on Saturday, we are aware that you know, government is uh, cutting back on the, on the different ministries, 5% year, 5% there. We're not so sure where that money is going to come from. So we all have to think about how we then go to the lotto, the National Lottery Commission, and find a way of letting them believe what we can achieve. But the, but the one thing that they have to remember, the reason why Beijing was such a bad uh, exercise, the money came in too late. Mm-hmm. If you don't have money, everybody's now saying that SASCO can't pay uh, the athletes. The athletes is not our responsibility as such. They belong to federations. Our operation excellence is uh, to augment what the federations are doing. But now it seems to me everybody's saying that pay them, pay them. Why? What for? You, you mentioned the Zulman report. It's been a major sore point for everybody. The minister highlighted it in his address. Do you think the minister yeah. was fair in his address on Saturday? Some say he was hard-hitting. It was a strong address. And also taking into consideration, just like football, that the IOC doesn't really want interference. No, no, I think he was, he was, he was within his means, uh, you know. I mean, that's what he said. He said, look, I don't want you to think that I want to interfere. Mm. He knows what it means to interfere in the affairs of the... Olympic Committee. As far as I'm concerned, he was on track. He was mm. just saying that, guys, can we get over this line so that all of us can move forward, go and find the money, find fund our athletes. So I, I just feel that uh, he, he was on track. He, what he was doing was fine. I, I don't have a problem with that. We've never resisted mm. anything from government side. We've worked from the days of the late Steve Chetter with all the ministers. You remember how we went through 2000 with uh, Minister Ngonda Balfour, where he said, guys, we've got too many structures here, let's mm-hmm. have one structure, and that's how we got to Susquehanna. You know? So we've never, we've never resisted. 
our ministries in, in, in sport. For those who've just joined us, we are speaking to the outgoing president at SASCOC, Mr. Gideon Sam, just to get uh, just a view on the kind of state he leaves the organization in and how he looks back at his time. There was also an AGM on a Saturday, which we are also talking about. And also, um, Mr. Sam, he called on SASCOC, obviously, to implement the recommendations. And before we get more into that, I know some have been implemented. Which ones have been implemented? Remember, we there was there was this whole thing of governance. Mm. Um I'm I'm of the view that for us to have kept the doors open, paid our staff every month ever since, those issues have been dealt with. The issues that led to the dismissal of our three senior officials, that is in the hands of the Hawks now. There's nothing that was swept under the carpet by the SOSCO board. We dealt with those issues. We are now in CCMA with those very uh, uh, dismissed staff. And we're dealing with those issues. What is, of course, a negative for us is that it is costing us a lot of money. What we had to do is to either say we are not going to challenge them with the CCMA and pay them the ridiculous amount that they were asking us. One was asking for $45 million, the other one $25 million, and I think the other one $17 million. Now, where on earth were we going to get that kind of money? So we had to go in there and say we're going to defend this. We're going to talk about this uh, uh, this issue. So people can have their views about it and say that you're stupid. You should not have gone to court about it. But remember, we were dealing with allegations within the organization. And these are the issues that we dealt with. Now, those issues have been dealt with. Then we had matters about who elects a, 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 a president at SASCO. We were very strong, we were very clear on that when we spoke to a former minister Casa uh, that no 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 it can't be outsiders independent selecting or electing as a president that is the work of the general assembly we agreed on that then it was if you are elected as a board member you must then stand down from your federation then we said no in the end after two quadrennials you'll have a board meeting at uh, 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 of independence. That's not going to be representative of the sports movement. Then the third one was that um, independence. We said, yes, we saw it in cricket, it's working, uh, so we don't have a problem with when the election has been completed. You look at what the board looks like. If you don't have a lawyer there, then you say that maybe you need to bring in an independent lawyer and so on. Then there was a fourth one that the president must be full-time. Then we said, you know, then you are going to have a fight because your CEO is the person that should be full time. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have a president who's also full time, then you are always going to have conflict. So we believe that there is no need for a president to be full time when you have got a CEO. Then you must then cut out CEO and CFO and just have managers, uh, low level managers, to deal with this issue. So that's that's those things that we have dealt with. Hmm. What is outstanding, of course, is that, you know, the minister feels that, no, 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 no. Let us not delay the elections after, as it normally happens, hmm. after the uh, Paralympics, and then you have the elections. Can't we bring it for the, for forward okay. so that we don't, we try and get a board that works together? Let's just hold that thought and continue after this break. 
Leading Sport Stories of the Day on SAFM. Okay, we're wrapping up our conversation with the outgoing president at Sasko, Mr. Gideon Sam. He was just telling us before the break that uh, they're obviously moving forward the elections uh, to before the Olympics and they've agreed to that. Does it mean, Mr. Sam, we have to amend your constitution for that to happen? Yes, um, it's now where the, there's a subcommittee working on what those um, amendments must be. We passed them through the IOC and the IPC. And I'm, I'm convinced they will have no objection to that. Um, and then, then we go forward. You know, those, um, those amendments that we have to, to, to make uh, will then be tabled. We have set some dates where these amendments will be tabled at the, because that, that uh, AGM has now been adjourned to the new date so that we just carry on with, uh, with that AGM without having to go backwards and forwards. Mm. And then there's also the funding that you're waiting for from the no- National Lottery, um, Lottery rather. Um, does it also depend now on these recommendations and how hopeful are you that you'll get uh, that funding? Look, that it's, it's, it's for the country to decide. You know, we, we have to be fair to the athletes. You can't have a group of federations, national federations, with very little uh, uh, finances, trying to put together a team for to 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 meet the criteria set by 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 Sasko. If the money is not forthcoming, then then we must know that Tokyo is going to be a disaster. Mm. And that's why I'm saying that if March can be the the line that we draw in the sand and say it's done and dusted, hopefully then everybody's going to jump, even the sponsors who are still keeping a distance, will then come forward and say, guys, here's the money. But I tell you, it's, it's a bit late. Mm. If by now you don't have the money in place to prepare for the Olympics, you're, you're, you're late. Look, I went out to, to Tokyo to look for where are we going to camp, how, which city can we work with. And, you know, when we arrived at the university where the swimming pool is for our swimmers, they said that's been taken by by China three years ago. Oh. Three years ago. Because they had so the money. Give yourself that, you know, um, if we are in March, April, they're still waiting for, no, 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 the budgets have not been sorted out. Now then you're going to have problems. Let's accept that. 57 million is the figure that's been banning about that you, uh, that, that you are hoping for from the National Lottery. How will it be distributed? Well, it's 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 it's, uh, it's thirty-seven million for able-bodied. That's the Olympics. Yes. And then Paralympics is about because it's a smaller team. Mm. It's about seventeen million. Mm-hmm. And then the other three million. Wow. Look, look, it must be thirty-seven plus seventeen. That's what that's. Oh, thirty-seven million. plus. Okay, mm-hmm. that should be about fifty-four. And then finally, Mr. Sam. I believe there was another motion passed on the selection criteria that you spoke about earlier on, and it succeeded. Is that correct? And if so, uh, does it mean that those who qualify through the local route can go then to the games? Not that, not really. I mean, what we what we agreed on is that, in principle, those federations are affected by the, the, the criteria, and we believe that together with their international federations. They can approach our high-performance commissions and sit down with them and say, look, 
in terms of the criteria. Because if you go to the criteria, it never said we are going to discard uh, uh, Africa qualification. But it set conditions. It said, for instance, you should be in the top three or top two, depending on which um, uh, sport you are in. Because remember, there are countries where you'll probably only be five competing in that uh, in that competition. Mm. Now, that's not, for us, that doesn't mean that's a good criteria to go through. But if you look at uh, football, under 23, uh, it's 54 countries. You know, so they will go back and they will talk to the, um, inter- uh, uh, the High Performance Commission and then come with what does the International Federation say on A, B, C, and D. So it's, uh, there's still work to be done. Okay. No, great. Thank you, Mr. Sam, for finding the time to speak to us. We really appreciate it. And uh, we'll uh, wish you all the best going forward. So uh, when is your last day in office? Well, we close offices on the 14th, 14th of December. Okay. That's it. No, we'll come there for the farewell party. <laughs> There's no farewell party. There's no money. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Sam. Thanks for speaking to us. Uh, uh, okay. As the president of Saskok, the outgoing president of Saskok because of age, uh, Mr. Uh, Gideon Sam. You can take what you want out of that interview, but uh, he gave his side of the story, uh, Mr. Sam. There have been reports that this motion has been passed, and he says it's not fully agreed on yet. They still have to write, as you said, uh, the, uh, as, as he said, the, the other federations that want to go to the Olympic Games. But now it begs the question, what happens to the rugby? Because I think our women's sevens teams have given up their place. Even after winning the African champs, they had to give up their place. So what happens now? Do they tell the other country that, no, look, there could be a chance for us to go here. Please give us our ticket back. I don't think it works like that. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next few weeks or so.